Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany, a podcast focused on holistic health, nutrition, biohacking, and more. I'm your host, Brittany Ford, registered holistic nutritionist and self-proclaimed biohacker. During the last 10 years, I've focused on healing my gut and hormonal issues through lifestyle changes, nutrition, and of course, biohacks. And now I teach others to do the same. I'm so excited you're joining me today. So let's dive right in. Great. Well, welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. Thank you, everybody, for joining me today. Um, I'm really excited about this episode because we are talking about all things meditation, um, which is actually something that I have not like solely focused on in an episode before. So I'm not the best meditator myself, but I'm getting better at mindfulness, but we're going to kind of talk about the difference between those two. Um, But yeah, we have Todd Denon with us today. He is a fourth degree yogi with over 30 years of experience of advanced meditation and spiritual development training. So Todd, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Brittany. Glad to be here. Thank you. So how did you get started on this journey? Like, how did you make this a career? Like, take us back to the beginning. Um, you know, I, I, I guess it kind of started when I was a child. I just always had a, uh, uh, and, and meditation is not a spiritual, purely a spiritual thing, but I always just kind of had this awareness. And so I'm just kind of plugging along through life and I get through, I'm in the middle of college. And I'm just kind of at the point where I don't know what I want to do for a career, for a living, and I'm just frustrated. And I end up, a friend turns me on to um, these yogis that meditate. And I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? And this is back in 1990. So it's a lot different than it is now. But I'm, there just wasn't anything about meditation. And here are these, these guys from India that are, you know, talking about it, teaching about meditation. And so just kind of curious, I started, you know, reading about it and learning about these guys, these, these advanced yogis, you know, the, now that I've been learning under them and studying under them for 30 years, it's just, uh, it's just part of my life. But back then it was just so much different. So, and the more I got into it, the more it just explained so many things. And what most people don't understand about meditation. So the, these meditation teachers came over in the early 1900s, these advanced yogis, and they started teaching meditation. And their meditation is spiritual. It's, it's all about spiritual development and about God. And, and what most people, or what got lost in that, in them bringing it over, is besides the spiritual meditation technique, there are many, many different other meditation techniques like mindfulness and other i call them meditation boosters that help put your mind and body into this higher state so they just don't start meditating for example um, when i meditate i practice three or four i call them pre-meditation techniques or meditation boosters that relax your breath they focus your mind and then you can meditate or then you can focus on you know, things you want to think about. So it's just a heightened state of awareness and where you want to take it is up to you. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And it's cool to hear about that. It's, 
it's kind of intimidating when you see like people who've been meditating for so long, like you're talking about, um, cause it just feels like something that's unattainable and, or something that's just a lot of work and yeah, like, you know, how can I get to that point? How can I bring it into my daily life? Um, and really use it and get the benefits from it. So in terms of like, before we kind of dive into that, what are common misconceptions and myths that you see a lot in your business about meditating? First of all, meditation is the benefits are tremendous, whether it's spiritual, non-spiritual, all studies show mindfulness, transcendental meditation, any study you use on meditation shows there's just huge benefits. And even if you take the meditation out, just sitting and relaxing and just decompressing and, and not stressing about life is going to benefit you. And then what med meditation does in the different forms is, is amplifies that those benefits. So for example, I created um, a worksheet, a diagram that basically breaks out. There's four different levels of meditation. And the, the biggest challenge and frustration I have as, as a meditation teacher is just all the misinformation out there. And so mindfulness, for example, is the lowest level of meditation. And the difference between mindfulness and I would say meditation, you would think they're both meditations, but really mindfulness is you're focusing your energy outward to your senses, to the here and now. And then meditation, you're redirecting that energy inward. Mm -hmm. And so the first level of meditation, we have mindfulness directing our energy outward. So it brings you, so you can do a, a mindfulness technique and it helps you focus on the here and now and relaxing. And then what I teach my students is now redirect that energy inward and you can meditate on you know, relaxing and, and you're bringing that energy. And so by bringing that energy inward, it helps you to highly focus and heightens your awareness so much um, higher or at a better level than just mindfulness. And then the, the next two levels are where the yogis are at or these advanced yogis because they're for spiritual development. And so those are kind of the, the basic different levels of meditation. And so the misconfusion that or the confusion people have is, you know, they'll see a meditation technique and they really don't understand what level and someone doesn't break it all down for them mm -hmm. and how they should start their journey. Mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Are there any um, benefits to mindfulness or meditation that are not commonly talked about? Like, I feel like we all know about the reduction in stress and, um, like helping with hormones and sleep and that type of thing. But are there other benefits that people just don't, that aren't as common? No, well, and I that's, guess. Yeah. That, that's kind of where we move from the mindfulness and the second level of meditation up to the higher levels of meditation, the spiritual meditation. So when, when I talk, when I say spiritual, basically it's, uh, to me, it's just, connecting with your higher self. Some people will call it a soul. Some people want to call it a higher power or God. However you want to look at it or what your belief system is, that's, that's okay with me. That's okay with mm. the, the meditations we teach. And 
what these yogis discovered and the reason, the whole purpose, the, 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 the ancient yogis of India over 5,000 years ago, these are the masters who originally discovered meditation. And the whole purpose of meditation is they, they learned that there are seven, you could say there's seven levels of biohacking mm. or human evolution. And what meditation does, it accelerates the slow natural process of this evolution. Because when we're biohacking, what are we trying to do? We're trying to create the perfect mind and body. Mm. And so to do that, they discovered that meditation accelerates this process. And then they use these mindfulness and other meditation techniques to help the whole journey. And so it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a faster process to, or it increases your level of evolution. And because there's seven levels, we, we, we try to do it through the physical way. Um, in biohacking and it it's just so much easier when you kind of move it or you include a spiritual side to your biohacking and making that higher connection with yourself and that also develops your intuition which improves everything about yourself yeah yeah it's, it's really cool when you talk about that type of thing um I don't think, and this is one of my questions for you is like the spiritual side of biohacking, I don't think is fully, um, explored yet or mainstream and not that even biohacking itself is mainstream, but like spiritual biohacking within the biohacking world. Um, and I actually had somebody on my podcast, um, recently who said we were talking about the future of biohacking and what does he predict in the next five, 10 years type of thing. And he was saying that he thinks there's going to be a movement towards spiritual biohacking and, uh, you know, psychedelics and, and all of those types of things that really kind of elevate your consciousness. Um, yeah. And, and just change your perspective. And I think this is part of it. So if someone hears you talk about spiritual biohacking, like how do you define that and explain it to people? Well, spirit, and I totally agree with, uh, with what you just said, spiritual biohacking um, is going to explode because if we get back to these, reaching these higher levels of, of human perfection, of health and mind and body, mm. eventually it, you have to go through or connect with your soul. And so spiritual biohacking does mm. that. It, where um, let's, so the biohacking that's going on right now is very, it's limited because it's, uh, we use our, our physical senses, our five senses to interpret this world and to interpret our biohacking results and to achieve our biohacking results. But when we go to the spiritual level, you're, you're basically your soul, your higher self is guiding and helping you. And what is happening right now, especially with 2020 is there's, there's time, the saints say, there's times through history where we, all humankind, mankind needs a little nudge to push us along in our development. And so 2020 was one of those big shifts where the universe is saying, hey guys, you know, it's time to, 
to push you up to the higher levels of your understanding. And it gets to this spiritual thing. And, and once you hit spiritual, people just kind of get turned off. And I, I try to bring a non, you know, very open spiritual program to our teaching. So you can be a total non-believer in spiritual biohacking, but you can still use these tools, these meditation tools to improve yourself. So I kind of show you, hey, here's the full menu of what you can do. And now pick the technique that you believe in or want to use to help yourself. Okay. I'm going to let you sit on that for a second and briefly talk to you about MFEs. MFEs are female underwear that support optimal health through protecting you against EMF, radiation, and bacteria. So this is healthier underwear, essentially. And I created this out of the need that I had for something like this. Um, so it's a very near and dear product to my heart. The pre-orders are opening in a couple weeks, and this is very exciting. So there's going to be very, very limited amount of pre-orders available at the discounted rate. And if you want to get on the wait list, to be one of the people who actually is like able to get a pair, um, you can do that through the link in my show notes. It's also through the link in my bio on Instagram. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram at MFEs and Co. So this is, this is huge. And if you follow me, you know how near and dear this is to my heart. And I'm super excited to be able to bring this to the public and bring this to the world and hear your feedback. I am creating two different styles to start off. One is more of a thong and one is more full coverage. So kind of something for everyone. Um, and as we develop, we'll, bring, we'll be bringing out new styles, colors, more sizes as well, because we want to be able to support everybody. And that's kind of the projection for the year. And your feedback is so, so important for us. So get ready. Hopefully this is coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's, yeah, it's very, very exciting. The fashion designer and I were, were working very closely on this and really making this comfy and cute and made for women by women. So yeah, if you haven't joined the waitlist, definitely, definitely do so. Like I said, pre-orders will have a very limited amount and yeah, just get ready and get excited. I think millennials and Gen Z especially, I think there's a movement towards spirituality over religion. And at least at least in the biohacking world and kind of like the health world, um, that definitely does not apply to everybody across the globe, obviously, because you know, there's there's different countries, different, different settings. Um and I and I think that's really interesting. I think it's interesting to kind of move towards this idea of, yeah, consciousness and kind of like leveling up. And it, it's such a new way of looking at things. Um, and I'm definitely for it. And I definitely think it's interesting. And I think there's a lot of benefit from it. Just like people who are super religious, like same thing, there, there can be a lot of benefit from that too, in terms of their health. And yeah, I, I like how you define spiritual biohacking. And I agree I, again that I think this is a part of biohacking that hasn't been fully explored yet. And I think it will be in the, in the coming years. Um, you touched upon something interesting when you're talking about the last year or so, um, you know, with COVID. So how do you think 
this kind of shift that we're going through as a society, like how has that impacted our spirituality? Well, basically what's happened. So if you look at our history, human history, millions of years, we're just kind of plodding along. And then around 1700, there was a shift. And all of a sudden, there was this uh, increase in, in all these inventions and technology. And so for the last 300 years, we've just gone through this tremendous growth spurt. So as human beings, we look at it and say, oh, you know, this is kind of cool. We're, we're inventing and we're learning things. But the, the masters and the yogis say this, this shift actually happened at the spiritual level first. And it was like mm -hmm. I was saying, in 2020, the, there's points in history where the universe says, okay, guys, we need to, to move things along. We need to push you along to your higher levels because we're all expected to achieve these higher levels in the development. It's, it's in our DNA. It's how we're created. And it's, how, it's why we're always thirsty at some level to learn more and to connect spiritually, but we just don't understand it. And this is, this is kind of how I just describe the, the spiritual reality that we're in right now. So most of people where, where your religions are kind of like sports teams and you pick a sports, you pick a sports team. And unfortunately your sports team has to be the best team and always has to win and it becomes a divisive um, relationship with the other sports teams. And that's kind of where we're at now. We're the best, join our team, all the rest, you know, who cares about them or at least care about our team more. But at the next level where we're, we're now being pushed to, um, religions are more like a buffet. Mm. Hey, you say, hey, you know what? I could go for some Italian food. Tomorrow I want some Chinese, some sushi. Another mm. I, next day, I want a good hamburger or something. So you get to pick and mm. choose what you want from the different groups and use them for your own development. And there's not this divisiveness. If you take all religions right now and you remove their teachers and just present it as their teachings alone, I think a lot of people wouldn't know the difference. But as soon as you add the teacher back in, and as soon as you add put a religion name on it, now it becomes a division. Mm. Yeah, I uh that's so interesting. I yeah, I have members of my family who are very uh religious like my parents and um yeah, I've just seen how divisive it can be, exactly what you're saying, and a lack of willing to be open to other religions or other ways of thinking in terms of spirituality. Um and it's exactly that. It's like, this is my sports team. They're the best and yours is wrong. And I always win. And we can't exist at the same time. Our religions can't exist at the same time. Um, and it's, yeah, it's problematic on so many different levels. And so it's interesting to think about choosing, you know, different things on different days and kind of just accepting all religions on a, um, you know, everyone's equal, every, every religion is equal type of, of plane. Right. Um, and I know that the religious people who are listening to this, who have their, you know, very specific beliefs are probably going to disagree with that. Right. Because, um, again, it's like their home team. Why would they, why would they vote for everyone if they can vote for their home team type of thing? So 
I don't even know how we got into religion, but here we are. Um, it's, well, it's just, it, indirectly, yeah. it, it's, it, it, we, we, human beings, we get to a point where, so I was talking about the seven levels of development and real right. quick, there's really four levels we need to concentrate on. The three highest levels are levels of mastery. And so I don't want anyone to get hung up on if, if I say, hey, this is your level, you know, what happens is your ego kicks in. You say, hey, well, no, I'm at a higher level than what you're telling me. So the levels are kind of inconsequential because you can increase and improve your level right away, but you have to know, you have to see the levels and the roadmap. So the first level is kind of like the non-believer. You're not really sure what's going on. Mm. And, most, and most people can identify with these levels too, but they're just not put into this perspective. And this is what I learned from these yogi masters. And, the, and they're, they're, all, they're, they're for all religions. So they're not like one religion. They're, they basically say there's unity in all religions. So mm. the second level, you have kind of the believer. Hey, I believe there's, there's this higher power. There's something more, but I don't find enough value in it to, to really um, put my time into it. The third level is kind of like your parents and my parents and, and a lot of people that are in this world today. They find a religion, they find a sports team, and now it becomes, hey, this is what I've learned and believe with all my heart and soul. And they get stuck. Mm -hmm. because they're stuck with their sports team and they don't see the unity. If, if again, if we remove, yeah. if we remove these teachers and just kind of look at the unity of all these teachings and that's kind of where the fourth, that's what I try to get people to the fourth level where you, you expand your view of things and you try to pick and choose the teachings that work for you, but it's not condensed down to just one religion. It's open to everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in terms of like health benefits of spirituality or religion, there definitely are ones that I've seen and, and even experienced myself um, previously in terms of like having faith and having hope and believing in something bigger than yourself can really, really support like mental health and alleviate depression and anxiety and people who feel alone. And I'm sure actually with COVID, that's been a big factor. I don't know if COVID has made religion increase or like, you know, brought on more believers than previously, but I can imagine that it's really kind of, you know, made it solid for some people, this idea of believing in something more than ourselves, because I mean, it's easier to get through things if you have faith in something else. So what I'm saying is there are a lot of health benefits to religion, regardless of what the religion is. So I think, yeah, I agree with you. I think that we, if you view everything kind of on the same field, rather than this like diversiveness and mine is right and yours is wrong and judgment, I think we would be much better as a society. And I think we are getting there for sure. So I, to carry on that note, I, uh, I created a, uh, a bonus page for all of your uh, listeners and audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my webpage is, is r5formula.com. And if you go to backslash Brittany, I give away like there's four or five books there for, for all your listeners. But, and one of them particular is kind of touches on what you were just talking about. It's called The Secret Cure. And these 
these masters say there's there's three levels of healing and unfortunately we attack healing from the bottom up instead of the top down so the bottom up is basically we look at the physical level first we're like oh we're sick we have a cold okay take medicine and that'll fix the problem but the problem really isn't the cold what there's there's always something higher than the cold that causes the cold which brings us to the second level and the second level is the mental level and that's what many people are struggling with right now is the the mental influence and impact of what's going on in our world right now and so there's a lot of uh tension at the mental level and when that when you have that tension it filters down to the body but the third level is the spiritual level and the masters they attack everything they attack healing from top down from looking when you have a problem a cold or a mental problem or uh you know a stress in your life they say it it all comes from top down from the spiritual level first and the spiritual level basically means you're out of alignment on some level your mind body and soul are out of alignment with the purpose of life and this purpose of life is basically to complete these seven levels to complete our our evolution to these these to to perfect you know i want to say i want to say perfection you know and you're we're, we're all trying to be these perfect human beings but at some level we we believe we can't be but then we have these advanced teachers telling us that we can so it i i just i kind of got off track where i wanted to go but the the healing the healing gets to everything can be traced back to the spiritual level if you tune in to your higher self it will heal you mentally and it'll heal you physically i'd like to interrupt this podcast today to talk to you about inside tracker so the truth is that people age at different speeds the date that marks your birthday doesn't necessarily reflect your body's biological age or known as your inner age with inside tracker Learning your biological age can definitely seem daunting at first, and I felt the same way when I did this test, but it's more than just a simple measurement. It's the starting point for you to take control of your health and wellness journey. Inside Tracker is a personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, lifestyle, and now fitness trackers to help you optimize your performance from the inside out. First, they analyze your body's biomarker data to offer you a clear picture of what's going on inside. Then they provide science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes and track your progress every step of the way. If you're interested in this, definitely check it out. I'm so, so happy I did it. I learned a lot about what's going on for me. You can use my discount code biohackingbrittany through the link in the show notes, and that will get you 25% off both testing your biological age and any of the other tests and products as well. So that's biohackingbrittany for 25% off. Yeah. Yeah. I totally, I totally agree with you. Um, so going back to like meditation and, and mindfulness, like these practical tools that we can use in order to increase spirituality and, and um, consciousness, where can someone start? Like, you know, I go, I go back and forth with meditating. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I hate it. Um, I've never really been able to incorporate it every single day for, you know, 
five minutes, 10 minutes or an hour as a lot of people do, even as a biohacker, like, even though I know all the benefits, like, it's just not something I personally, um, do very well. So for people who are in the same boat, like, what do you recommend? So we have a lesson on my website and it basically is, I call it the, the ultimate guide to meditation or the four levels of meditation. And where I just, you know, I, I explain the different levels. If you're just starting out, I would definitely start at the, the mindfulness level. And these are the techniques that you can use to, again, to, to, to start your meditation journey. They're the simplest, easiest, fastest techniques to use. They'll focus your mind and they'll de-stress your body. And it kind of gives you those, those quick wins in meditation that you need in order to start making it become a, a routine. And so, for example, I try to wake up every morning and as early as I can before my family's awake and, and meditate for an hour. And we, you had hit on earlier about the, the benefits of meditation. And what happens is by doing a meditation program of different techniques, your body produces five of the six flow state peak performance brain chemicals, dopamine, um, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, and anandamide. And the only one missing is uh, norepinephrine, which is more, mm -hmm. it's an adrenaline, and you don't need adrenaline when you're meditating. But also when you meditate, they took these advanced meditators in and they hooked them up to these, uh, oh, I'm having a brain, an EEG or it was an fMRI machine. I can't remember which one it was, but mm. they hooked them up and their brain waves were at the gamma brain wave level. They, they had meditated for so long, they literally had evolved their brain waves. So most of us right now are at, at the beta level brain wave level. This is the lowest level or lower level, one of the lower levels of waking consciousness. And by meditation, it accelerates your brain waves up to this highest gamma level, which is really beneficial because your gamma brain waves, um, they manage all of your other brain waves and brain functions. And so now scientifically, we're able to prove the tremendous benefits of meditation. And so by starting with mindfulness, you get in the routine of meditation. And then you go to the sec second level of meditation. And we teach you like th there's specific techniques at each level. And you get comfortable with the second level of meditation. You start seeing the health and mental benefits from it. And then if you want to go up to the spiritual level, we can, you know, we have definitely advanced techniques for that. There are are some really cool spiritual, well, they're in the spiritual level, but um, you can use them in a non-spiritual meditation way to focus your breath and focus your mind. And so that's what I try to do is I, I, I present the full buffet of, of meditation techniques and I present to you, hey, these, this is what this technique can do. Now you should try to incorporate, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to focus right now? Do you want to have a, a spiritual meditation? Do you just want to chill for a couple minutes in, with some mindfulness? So you have a full toolbox of meditation tools to use. And here's the important part. You, you stack them together. So I do, like right now, I do seven different techniques during my morning meditation. And 
by stacking them, you amplify their results and you amplify your, your health and your happiness and just your well-being. And then what happens is after my morning meditation, I go off to work and I'm just in that higher state of mind and higher state of happiness. And it makes your day so much easier. Yeah. I love that. I love how you explained that. Um, and it's, it's important. It's, it's good motivation to really like take it seriously and try and incorporate it more. And yeah, thank you for putting together that, um, link and those resources for everybody, because that is so helpful. <clears throat> and a lot of the time we do need guides and we do need people to kind of walk us through how to do it effectively and how to continue doing it and make it a healthy habit. Um, I'm all for stacking healthy habits for sure. That's definitely one of, <laughs> one of my tactics I use, especially as a biohacker. Uh, and it works. It does. It, it, it really does work. So where can people find you and how can they connect with you if they want to take this further? Um, I'll, I'll answer that real quick. I just wanted to jump back to our last conversation. I, I want everyone to know too that, you know, I struggle with meditation. It's not something, you know, after 30 years of doing it and knowing all the benefits, it's not something I just wait every day. It's, it, it's, you know, I automatically do it. Sometimes it's a challenge. It's a challenge to keep these different things, these, this routine up. And, you know, every once in a while, I'll skip a meditation. So not this perfect end all thing, you definitely have to work at it. If any meditation teacher tells you that their system is effortless and it's so easy, I would try to find a different meditation teacher. Meditation is definitely a development of your willpower, of your mental power, and that all filters down and makes you a happier and better person. So that's kind of what I wanted to get out there real quick. And then as far as information on myself, I have a website set up. It's, I've got a ton of free content, uh, free books on meditation, on healing, on fasting. Um, I've got a, you know, I just created, a, I'm real excited about a, a fasting program that I just uh, am completing and fasting actually goes hand in hand with meditation and why these, these advanced monks and yogis meditate and fast. So my website's r5formula.com. And if you do uh, backslash Brittany, it's got all of the free books there as bonuses for everyone. And then you can also find the R5 formula on Facebook, Twitter, and then uh, YouTube is my personal name, Todd Denon. But if you Google R5 formula, Todd, Todd Denon, T-O-D-D-D-E-N-E-N, -E -E you should be able to find everything. Amazing. Thank you. I will definitely link that in the show notes um, and send it out to anyone who asks as well and put it on social media. But yeah, thank you for the conversation today. That was great. I really enjoy your openness and learned a lot from you. And I'm excited for everyone to, yeah, learn a lot as well when they listen to this. Awesome. No, it's great. Great. Thank you for having me. It's great being on here. Um, love your, your, all the stuff you do. And again, thank you so much. And if anyone has any questions, I am more than happy to, you know, answer anything. Just uh, send me a message and whatever I can do to help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. 
As always, feel free to screenshot this episode and tag me if you'd like me to respond. I really hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. If you have a question about your health, my DMs are always open and I'm currently taking new clients. Thanks and see you next time.